episode number six of the local lingo podcast my name is christopher collins a man with a microphone that works that works yeah and i am vicente lopez a man who does not have a wiki feet just yet but it's in it's in the works yeah it's in the plants what you come up with these prior to potting or is it just kind of like on the spot no, this, no, this is all a part of the plan. There's like a 12 year plan that I got going on. There's it's a 12 year plan. Step, 12 year plan. Yeah. 12 it's, years. It's step by step. You have to like, you have to inch towards it. You know, you can't just like let everything hang out, if you will. You know, you have to okay. build towards You need to stop You're talking about feet, talking about stuff hanging out. <laughs> Ladies and Welcome gentlemen. Welcome back, listeners. Thank, <laughs> thank you. Uh, so much. Thank you for coming back. Uh, we greatly, greatly, greatly appreciate it. Uh, we'll do, uh, we'll do plugs early. If you haven't checked out any of the prior episodes, uh, they're available right where you found this one. Um, mm-hmm. Episodes one, two, three, four has two parts, five. And then we have like, I guess, some some bonus episodes, some accidental episodes in between. Uh, mm-hmm. But we're having a lot of fun doing this. Yeah, it's it's been a blast, not only to, to record these, of course, but to get the interaction from y'all either through our socials, whether it be, you know, mainly Instagram, right? Uh, but also it's from... It. Yeah. We're killing it on Insta, but also a couple of like reviews on Apple Pod, which, by the way, word of mouth is the best way to spread the word about us as well yeah. as, you know, putting a good five stars for us, you know, for keeping your company on your long drives, your uh, folding workouts. laundry, yeah. your workouts. Yeah. Getting yeah. pumped, looking getting, fresh for getting ripped for vaccinated getting... summer. Yeah, dude, I'm I'm super, super excited about it. Um, okay. One of the things um, that is happening to me now is when we take an extra week off like we have, you know, mm-hmm. due to just the chaos of, of the school year ending, I, I yeah. end up really missing doing these podcasts uh, with you. You know, I, I joke about how uh, I joke about how. You know, I can't tolerate you for uh, long periods of time, but obviously uh, that's a joke because because I miss your face and I can genuinely ask now at this point, uh, what the hell you've been up to? Uh, I've been good existing, you know, existing. struggling a bit, but existing, uh, yeah. you know, as, as per usual teaching it's it's the the chaos that you're supposed to control. And then that's like what we've been dealing with. But we got yeah. what, four weeks as four weeks recording. with students, four, yeah, weeks, we got four with students, weeks with students, and then we go we go one extra week, which will be, which will be fun. It'll be a vacation in and of itself. But I'm kind of sad to see this group go, yeah. because I'm realizing now, I'm gonna see a lot of these kids next year in person, but I'm not going to actually know who they are. And, yeah. and the greatest part about teaching, and I know you'll attest to this, is that relationship building, and it's just, mm-hmm. it's. It's it's the heart of teaching. It allows you to do so much more in the classroom and be so much more successful in the classroom. And it just um, it didn't it didn't happen. But yeah. if you want to hear more about education and our experiences, by all means, go back and listen to uh, episode number five with uh, Mrs. Evelyn Avila because that was a blast yeah the ever young ever wise guest that we had <laughs> you had you had to no, say no, no, no. ever I'm, young I'm like you had to because it's, it's yeah. true and and absolutely like attesting from the evidence that she provided you know from years of experience <laughs> let alone yeah. to like just her cultural insights incredible interview so please check that out uh you know talking about not just culture in the classroom but also just learning as it's been for the last year and a half 
through all this, you know, uh, adjusting, adapting, like that's what we all have to do, but Mm -hmm. varying on the classroom. It's just fascinating to get insights no matter where the classroom is. There's always learning happening. Just, you know, the hows are definitely different. Yeah, for sure. For sure. For sure. I just, I'm so interested and I don't want to repeat it again because I feel like I've, I've said it a few times throughout podcast episodes. I'm just super curious to see what the long-term effects of, uh, of COVID are, because I feel like every day now, every week now, um, mm-hmm. we're, we're starting to hear more positive news. Like yeah. I know the whole like mask mandate thing is like uh, kind of lifted, but it's still being like mm-hmm. reinforced. I mean, it's, kind of been uh, i guess what is it receded at like the top level but like businesses right. and stuff are still requiring masks which i think is uh which i personally think is uh is a really really cool thing yeah because it's like for the safety of everyone involved you know that yeah. there's yes vaccination rolling out but it's like who has it can you trust people yeah. do you want to get mistaken for a republican just kidding uh but like <laughs> you know it's like there's a lot of things that go with with wearing a mask like yeah. whether it's safety for yourself or others and so it's just it's a lot of figuring stuff out as yeah. people are teasing and, and testing the water if you will with like actually feeling safe in public which is and- and one of the things that I'm super excited about is is that taking all of these precautions um, will end up allowing us to do in person podcasts, ah. which you know, ladies and gentlemen, we have thought about, which we are beginning to plan. You best believe, as soon as the school year is over, Vicente mm-hmm. and I will be in the same room potting it up, mm-hmm. uh, and it's just it's going to be an exciting thing. It's going to be a whole new chapter for local language. So uh, make sure uh, make sure you stick with us. So be a good co-host and uh, ask me how how I've been because I asked you how you've been. Oh ask yeah, me how I've been. yeah. Sorry, <laughs> we were getting into the. It'd be wonderful. Know, It'd be wonderful if you just asked. It. That's it. Mr. Collins, how are you doing? How, like how have you yeah, been? Like that. You're going to call me Mr. Collins the rest of the episode. Um, I can call you Poppy, just depending so... on which you prefer. Your boy and his family leveled up. You already know um, we got we got a family vehicle, man. And look, here's the deal with the family vehicle. Hell yeah. We did not settle like we got the one that we wanted. So I came from humble beginnings, man, like throughout yesterday's process of, of purchasing this vehicle, which is a uh, it's a 2021 Subaru uh, Subaru Outback, which I'm super, super stoked for. It's it's a vehicle I absolutely loved throughout the entire process. I was thinking about how it's 2021, five years ago, six years ago, seven years ago, I could barely afford to uh, to pay rent in mm-hmm. my apartment. And here I was with my wife purchasing a vehicle for our family and not having to settle and and being able to, you know, negotiate with, uh, with the car salesman, which I mean, shouts out to that guy. He was, he was super, super cool. Cause we've seen, you know, or we've been to some Uh, dealerships where they're just like straight up assholes. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. But it was, it was just a really, really cool process. And it was very, um, you know, I, I don't want to sound braggadocious or anything because, because I'm definitely not trying to be like that. Cause, uh, you know, we didn't get like a Tesla or anything like that. You know, we yeah, but just, got you a, know, a respectable amount of flex, you know, yeah. like you have to. Exactly. Exactly. So I guess all in all, uh, the, the point of all of this is to say, Hey, persistence pays off and you know what? 
just because you're not where you want to be right now, you know, I mean, you work hard enough, you put in enough hours, you'll, you'll end up, you'll end up getting to where you need to go. So I was really, really excited about that. That's sick. Yeah. And then it lends an air of perspective as well, you know, based on like how far you've come. Cause like, uh, I don't want to speak for you or like anyone else's experience. Oh, please, this- please speak for me, please, please, please. <laughs> okay. I'm just saying just based on like what's been going on over the past year and a half with COVID topia and all that crap. Like it just yep. seems like some things may seem stagnant to an extent, but uh like, you know, whether it is getting a car or, or just, you know, some new hobby, something new, something fresh gives you that perspective to let you know, like, hey, things are progressing. They are getting better, yeah. hopefully. Right. And so it just it, it helps you to appreciate that journey and that process even more. I completely agree. I completely, completely agree. Um, yesterday also uh, was the uh, Hall of Fame induction of uh, the late great the goat Kobe Bryant. Did you uh, by any chance oh. watch any of that? I I had no idea. No, it's cool. And I'm not going to turn this into into the sports segment that I've been dying to have on this podcast. Uh, That sports segment is definitely coming soon. Uh, And I didn't watch the entire um, the entire Hall of Fame event either. My wife and I just uh, watched highlights of it. More specifically, we watched uh, Vanessa Bryant's speech uh, prior to to Kobe being inducted officially inducted into the hall of fame and man, Oh man, Oh man. Mm-hmm. Like I growing up, I played basketball. I played basketball for six years, but never at like a school. I played through uh, different community organizations and things like that. I, and I was never good. I was never good at basketball. I was a fan. Something yeah. happened though. When, um, when Kobe passed away, it was the first time an athlete, had passed away and it it hit me because growing up i mean you heard the name everywhere 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 he was our generation's michael jordan and regardless of who you think is the greatest nba player of all time uh, his his passing just i i feel like it affected a lot of people our age because i remember that day uh, and scrolling through Instagram and scrolling through Twitter. And I saw people that like, weren't even, you know, um, weren't even like invested in, in, yeah, yeah. They weren't invested. Yeah. yeah. Uh, They were, they were posting about it and posting about how hurt they were and how sad they were. And I think when you have someone at that level who, who passes at such a young age, yeah. And he still had so much to accomplish. It it definitely, it definitely resonates within you know a, a lot of people. Yeah, and and he, like he was iconic, you know. Like regardless of what field you're yeah. in, you knew of his name. And like of course, like people shouting like Kobe, <laughs> they shoot anything into any receptacle. Like exactly. that was just that was the thing, right? And so to have him pass, uh, unfortunately, in the way that you know him and his daughter unfortunately yeah. it was just horrific and the thing that came from that um like the days afterwards were like all these stories of not just you know how great of a player that he was but just his outreach and his yeah. uh, you know level of generosity that's just ridiculous to, to not Absolutely. just his community but just the game in general like it was all these like small stories about him interacting with fans i think maybe like you could speak a little bit more to that than i can but just on on twitter it was mm-hmm. so many stories of, of just nothing but 
praise for him Definitely. and you know yeah just just missing him dearly dude and and because of this right we see the way society works behind the scenes with these types of things so one of the things that i've been following is well prior to his hall of fame induction yesterday vanessa bryant made it public because she is in control of uh, the Mamba brand, right? You mm -hmm. know enough about him to know that he was referred to as the black Mamba. Yes. That, that was his, yeah, that was his, his nickname and, you know, Mamba mentality and everything. Well, she severed ties with Nike. So there will be mm. no more other than the already scheduled uh, sneakers. There will be no more, uh, Mamba, Nike, Kobe, Nike sneakers. So with that, Please. the uh, the value of Kobe sneakers has just outright skyrocketed. Like saying it skyrocketed is would be like comparing it to Dogecoin. Dogecoin skyrocketed. Mm -hmm. This thing just went up at an like an insanely insanely high level. I mean, yeah. just it, it was. It's crazy to think that. Years ago, Kobe sneakers were just sitting on shelves and you could pay you $180, $190 and, and get a pair. And that same pair in 2021 is now $1,000, $2,000. Yeah. You're talking some, some of these Kobe's are seven, eight, nine thousand dollars $9,000. And after his induction ceremony yesterday, which one of the um, his Hall of Fame sneaker dropped on Friday, that sneaker just skyrocketed from $300 on Saturday morning to after the induction. Yeah. Last I checked, uh, which was last night, it's about $900. So yeah. people are just going crazy. And so when I said you can kind of see how things are behind the scenes, the people that are selling these sneakers are, are, are resellers and they're making profit based mm -hmm. off of someone's emotional connection to you know, a, you know, the late great Kobe Bryant, which is sick, man. Like that's yeah. not the way it's not the way the world should work. And it's taking advantage of a, like of a situation to where they don't need it. And just, just for the sake yeah. of profit, I know there's another shoe that was released. I, I'm not sure when, but it was, it was like a type of shoe that kind of like it folded out. Flies, I'm not sure if you know the Nike I think flies. So. Did yeah, you just Nike. ask me if <laughs> like I'm not sure if you know what it is because it's okay. the Nike flies. All Continue. Right, all right. Con anyway, <laughs> back to the point at hand. Um, that that shoe was made for uh people who have trouble with with motion, right? Like they they can't move in the same way that I guess like an uninhibited person would be able to yeah. with their legs uh or their feet, for example. And so it would just make it easier in terms of access for yeah. anyone with disabilities to put on those shoes. And instead of it being in the hands of the people that need it, it became a trend. It like bots took over that the resellers bought it to where like not that many people that do want them and, and yeah. to a certain extent almost need them in some cases, if they don't want to just wear like sandals or, or you know, like slip ons or something, exactly. it's just, it's taking it out of their hands. So like, I don't know, like, for it to continue on unregulated or, or just like, you know, without the level of security that it is now, it, it's just insanity to me. And it, and it continues to be insane, especially like with, with the Kobe shoes. Like, yeah, ridiculous. it is. And it's it's so sad. And that's one of the things that Vanessa Bryant had promised uh, through through social after Kobe's death was that 
Kobe Bryant fans were going to get their hands on his merchandise, on his products so that they wow. can forever carry a piece of him. Right. And, you know, we are beginning to see, I know that there was like a, uh, like a clothing drop. I think it was called Mamba Sita, uh, which I haven't looked at at all. Or I haven't looked at it in depth. I ended up uh, clicking on a link, which led me to the site and it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's pricey. Uh, clothing items. Um, I think it's geared towards the ladies, mm-hmm. but regardless, it's a step in the direction of getting, you know, his legacy, his name into the hands of, into the hands of his fans. You know, we, yeah. we mentioned resellers and um, I mean, botting is a huge thing. We've discussed it on the yeah. pod before. Yeah. Uh, I have started researching a group called soul savvy, which I think is really interesting. So they're not bots. But mm. they have their own system, and I know it's real technical and geeky, and I know that you would be able to decipher it better than I would. But essentially, what they do yeah. is they send their members like a pre cart link, mm-hmm. so you know they can kind of like go around the system versus like where a normal person like you and I would go and we would click Mm -hmm. on an item and we would add it to cart. The way that their system works is you already are sent a link with the item in your cart, even though it hasn't been released and you have to go on the day of the drop, you have to go add it. And then like, it's kind of like already there. I don't know. It's a really fascinating thing. It it shows the length that people are willing to go in order to secure these items and in order to combat bots. Cause every time I see a PlayStation five is dropped on Best Buy or something, yeah. I try just to cart it just to see if I can. Cause I'm not going to spend $500 on a PlayStation mm-hmm. five, but just I just want to, yeah, I just yeah. want to see if I can beat out the bots and uh, I've, I've not been successful at all. Yeah. That's insane to think of like the, the, like you were saying the background processes for that. Cause of course, like everyone has the, the link available to the public, but there's all these systems in place in the back end that are available. If you know the right URL, the right, like, you know, (laughs) so so for them to be able to just have that in the group and be like, Hey, bypass this. You have more of a chance. I mean, like, again, it is still a statistic. It is still a probability because of bots (laughs) and just like, uh, like just for them to have thousands of, of pseudo people clicking on the same link as everyone else but you know exactly anything to get a leg up for certain definitely 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 um one of the questions that we posed i think the last time we posed a question on instagram was Mm -hmm. uh it was asking our followers and i know that i i posted it on my personal as well i think you did as well right what was your Mm -hmm. favorite place to go in the rgv please tell me you posted it on your own personal Okay, look, hold on. No, <laughs> you didn't post it no, on your personal, I, did I you? I probably did. <laughs> Listen, uh, after you won the contest that we had, where more people said on my own personal Instagram and on mm-hmm. the local language uh, page that they would rather take you home for dinner to meet their yeah. folks than me, like yeah. you kind of like tuned out, man. Like you've no, just, no, no, it wasn't. You've been out. on. It's not like resting on my laurels there. or anything. It's just. <laughs> Up on your cloud, just sitting my there, be, all high and mighty and whatnot. Might be. I've been, you know, playing 
Resident Evil. I've been invested <laughs> in that well, game. We'll, we'll get to okay, that. Okay. We'll get to that. I, I'm you genuinely, know, I'm interested, man. I'm interested. I'm interested. Like, what? Where is your favorite place to go in the RGV? But like, before we start reading some of the answers, which we got quite yeah. a few answers. Um, Sick. Okay. Like, where's uh, where's your favorite place to go? Uh, well, like, of course, like the the number one answer is just like my grandparents' house, respectively yeah. on both sides. You know, like Definitely. just uh talking about like brownsville southmost like it's it's a very uh nostalgic area for me and like i didn't know it at the time growing up but it's like not the most i don't know how you'd word it not the most elegant of places like some would call it some would ghetto but i didn't know nor do i care really because that's just like what i grew up with and that's what i feel like is is authentic to me you know um and of course, like there, there's the family history behind that, that just adds to that. But I think that that's definitely like my favorite place. Uh, both sides of my grandparents, like their respective houses, especially like um, my grandma on my mom's side passed away. So she has this amazing garden that she's had since ever. And so my grandpa does everything he can to make sure that it's <laughs> like oh, fine, so awesome. that the flowers are fresh. Yeah, yeah like she, he does uh everything possible to make sure that they are good i do have one other place to add though yeah go go uh, it is ultimo taco it's also in brownsville <laughs> you know why you heard I'm it you, you heard it ultimo we need that sponsorship we don't Sponsored. care about money we don't care about money we're not doing this for money we're doing this for tacos and then it's the, the free taco plug <laughs> please no please, no please tell me why tell else. me why tell me why uh, uh, okay so like if you don't know ultimo taco like they have really good tacos like just for for sure check it out if you haven't already but for whatever reason it like since it's open later mm-hmm. and it's not that it's nearby any bars like it is near but for whatever reason yeah. like people like to go there super late at night and mm-hmm. i i can't give like a certain amount of time but like it happens often enough to where you'll see either on twitter on snapchat on like instagram like there will be a fight at an ultimo taco at that ultimo taco like at some point in time you know and so like there's like there's it's it's a whole mess of like super inebriated people like stumbling over each other like in the video the video's already starting like mid-conflict like someone's throwing something but then there's like the other people in the back are just like i'm just trying to eat my taco (laughs) like i I want none of this i'm just i'm just vibing you know but like and then it's just like on fucking brawls and it happens enough to where it's like it is a thing and it, it's not that they're known for that primarily yeah. but <laughs> i just love seeing those fights every now and then i don't know not that like you know violence is like not the best thing in the world but, <laughs> dude you know, violence and tacos man like where could it's, you it's go wrong the perfect combination dude, i'm not advocating is- for violence but like i don't want to stop seeing the videos <laughs> no dude no <laughs> That is that is awesome. So I went one time, uh, but I mean, I didn't see any brawls or anything happen. No, because it's just a regular, regular ass place until yeah, like yeah, 3 a.m. Yeah. <laughs> That's when Fight started. Club starts, man. That's when Fight Club starts, dude. They put, <laughs> you know, the uh, the barbacoa away, dude, and bring out the mm-hmm. boxing gloves. Like, that's, when, that's when shit gets real. One of the answers that we got um and i don't know maybe you can comment more on this is uh is taco palenque like how does taco taco palenque uh compare to uh Mm. to ultimo because i think i've been to taco p like maybe 
one or two times. Like really, it, it, it hasn't even stuck out to really? me. Really? Like, wow. Okay. I, I would say like, Ultimo Taco in comparison to Taco Balenque, I feel like Ultimo gives a more like genuine reflection of, yeah. of you know, RGV tacos. To, like flame me in the comments, if you will, if I'm wrong, please do. Uh, but uh, like, no, they're going to flame you in our reviews is what they're going to do. <laughs> and that's not what we need. 0.5 stars. <laughs> Completely wrong. <laughs> because, no, no, no. Like, because his taco spot is weak. <laughs> oh, dude, please come at me if you think it's weak. Like, go check it out if you have it. But uh, Taco Blanca, there's something about it that it, it's just like it's everywhere, not just in the valley, but just across yeah. Texas. Like, I remember growing up in Laredo, um, like there would be one just where fucking ever. Like, I think there was like two in the span of a mile, if anything. Like, like <laughs> they, it mm-hmm. wasn't that they served different populations, they just had that many. And, and like, people joke, it's like, oh, it's like a front for money laundering because the, the tacos are so oh, damn expensive shit. but it, 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 like that is a joke I, I have no credence to that please no one <laughs> at Taco could come after me except we have if some you have FBI. a sponsorship yeah, true true <laughs> we need that sponsorship we have an <laughs> exactly. fbi informant listening who's just like writing everything you're saying La- ladies and gentlemen we got him <laughs> he said it live on air no but like uh th- there's just something that's very iconic about just going up the teepees right like um i, okay. I remember when I was in, in college, like just it didn't matter because it was open all the fucking time. Yeah. And then he would roll up. It's like 2 a.m. And it's like, oh, man, I could just fuck up some. Tacos. <laughs> and then you yeah. just get like so many. You're thinking with your 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 stomach, not with your eye. Like, well, no, sorry. You're thinking with your. Yeah, you're thinking with your stomach. And so you get like way too many. And then you yeah. always like get so many chips. It's not even funny because they're free. I mean, I don't know if yeah. you went inside the taco box. Did yeah, you go inside the I, like uh, like I've been inside before. Like, don't get mm-hmm. me wrong. I've been OK. Now that you're describing it, I've been a handful of times, but there's never been yeah. one time where I've just been like, this is the best. Like, oh, my God. Yeah. No, that was that was the spot. And like yeah. you're just hitting me with a name and wave of nostalgia, by the way, because like, yeah, that's the goal. Back in Laredo, uh, there used to be like not not just like college, you know, stuff, but there was a Laredo border slam poetry slam events that would happen like semi-monthly twice a month yeah twice a month and so like i kind of used to go but that would be the place where like poets and people would like they would go afterwards after the event right after like you know slam poetry spoken word poetry they would go and it would just be a place to to hang out really to just continue the night instead of like a a cd bar which i mean shout outs to cd bars but like sometimes you just want taco afterwards like you just want something greasy Exactly. <laughs> exactly. You said slam poetry. This is a kind of side tangent. Um, I'll go for I've it. been covering poetry a lot in my classes, especially mm-hmm. since Star is over, and we kind of have like way more freedom. Well, we don't kind of have more freedom. We definitely have more freedom. Yeah. Uh, to yeah. Teach yeah. the fun stuff. And every time I show a poem, I have a student like just without hesitation. It's it, it's just it's an auto it's an automatic response. Now mm-hmm. he just goes slam poetry which is from 22 <laughs> jump street right yeah that's jonah hill yeah, he just, yeah, it's yeah, hysterical yeah. like the kid is really funny but i mean after like the 12th time dude <laughs> like you, you oh. gotta learn when to stop but, no but you have to run it into the ground so it like you have to get past the hump of it not being funny to where it gets yeah. funny again you, well here's the thing here's away. the thing when we hit like the fifth or sixth time when he was like slam 
poetry. I, I hit him with the sin. Thea, and he was not expecting it at all as <laughs> if like I haven't seen that movie um, here's the thing here's the thing with tacos um, when I was uh, working at Starbucks prior to teaching mm-hmm. uh, we would get out 12 a.m. 1 a.m. sometimes as late as like 2 a.m. we would yeah. go to um, a place in McAllen off of oh god uh, 23rd it was off of 23rd and mm-hmm. um, the the uh, the tacos were amazing. I don't know the name of the place. It Ouch. was like a little um, it was like a stand. Yeah, they had benches. Uh, but I kid you not, dude, at two o'clock in the morning, man, like those tacos were amazing. We went so consistently. The waiting staff knew exactly who we were. They knew what we were going to order. So when we pulled up and when I say we pulled up, we pulled up in like three vehicles, Mm -hmm. all of them being like, you know, basic, basic, you know, vehicles, nothing fancy or anything like that. Yeah, but they knew they knew it was y'all. They knew exactly who we were. And there were times there was one time that Oscar went Oscar Castillo, episode one. Check him out. out. Uh, That he went and the waiting staff, like, you know, walked up to him and they're like, oh, you know, uh, what will you be having? And, you know, he ordered like the he ordered the usual. And they're like, oh, where where are your friends? And he's like, oh, no, no, no. Like, it's just me. And like, I guess like one like other like random friend. Like, it seemed like they genuinely missed us, which was really, really cool. (laughs) So shouts out to that place, man. And then I took I took my wife and she just she she wasn't. She wasn't having it. She said it was it was really gross. And it made really? me made me real sad. Oh wow! Yeah, it made me Ouch. really really sad. Like they had like a, a a taco cat too. There was like a mm-hmm. cat that would just like hang out and like we you know throw him food and everything and, and just good times. <laughs> like good yeah. times. There was nothing like seedy or, I mean, it was definitely like a really like shady spot. Right. Um, the restrooms were inside this like building that was like always under construction and everything. And mm-hmm. like, you could see the plumbing and so it was, yeah, yeah, but like yeah. it's, it's part of the ambiance, you know, yeah. like it just, it makes you enjoy the taco. That exactly. Much but one place that could definitely take down Ultimo is uh Rodeo over here on 23rd in, uh, in McAllen. Really? And uh, I love the face that you're making right now. Because next time you're in this area, dude, we're going please, to Rodeo and uh, dude, what I can tell you is in the winter, they have these, uh, I don't know, I guess like they're like gas lamps or something where they mm-hmm. basically Ooh, have yeah. like, these, yeah, dude, they're fantastic. Like totally creates, yeah, creates this entire atmosphere, which is absolutely wonderful. And then they break out the keyboardist and there's a keyboardist just going ham, just like playing like keyboard solos, like over this music, like some 80s music um some like no like reggaeton or anything but definitely like uh-huh. some classic wait like, how how would you play reggaeton on a keyboard i don't know dude I'm, i said it's not reggaeton like i didn't want you to think he was playing like newer music like he's playing older music right no, and he's I just understand. going ham with like these solos and everything and every once in a while he'll sing and it's just like mm-hmm. It's perfect. You have to understand that the background track is running the entire time that he's doing this. Uh, oh, that's perfect. But you got to appreciate the skill of this man because like he's he starts moving his fingers and you see the smoke from them. Okay, so you are in here, listeners. You, you get to choose your experience. You get to get like the late night brawls yeah. at Ultimo Taco or you get the yeah. what? The insane keyboarding skills. Dude, it's like a jazz club. (laughs) It's like a jazz club taco stand, which is like fucking great. It's awesome. I love it. 
okay i'll take you up on it sometime for yeah. sure we definitely have to we definitely have to you said you've been playing a lot of resident evil and it's one thing that i do want to talk about because i big um, lady game yeah am not <laughs> a we're gonna lose we're gonna lose some listeners here if you start using no, 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 language no, no. like that you need I, to give I, some context no okay of course we need con like not not big in a derogatory sense big because she's a giant vampire that's like nine feet tall like she is legitimately like tall like an, <laughs> and like, like an amazon yes a- amazonian okay. woman yeah. uh, yes. of like vampire descent but okay point being i've been playing resident evil and i finished it i'm not gonna send spoilers or anything but if you if you haven't played it it's great yeah. check it out it is another resident evil game akin to resident evil 7 that came out a couple of years back i'm trying to remember uh um, 2017 that's the first one with ethan right yes yeah so yeah I'm, and this I'm one currently continues. playing that one i'm currently oh, playing that one i nice. um i can't even tell you how far i'm into it because i play it so like sporadically yeah i i'm i'm having a tough time getting through it man mm-hmm. i'm having a really like, tough time i i really want to like the game and maybe mm-hmm. it's probably my fault because i ended up watching a lot of uh like i had mentioned before we started recording i watched a lot of markiplier videos mm. and uh i watched a lot of him going through the game yeah and so i kind of lived that experience through him and i was like yeah you know what like it's like seven dollars on the playstation store like i'll play it and i'm just not having as much fun as i thought i would it's because you have to like record yourself playing it for like millions of viewers and then that's when the (laughs) of course that's when it gets real fun especially when the checks start coming you know it's perfect uh i i hear that i didn't play seven i'm just gonna be real with you because i didn't have the game yeah station my my pc to play it on at the time Mm -hmm. uh nor did i want to because i'm kind of a wuss when it comes to scary games (laughs) but it's it's spooky this one is definitely spooky and apparently it fixes a lot of the issues from the last one that okay. made it's not okay, okay. as enjoyable from what yeah. i hear but i have no idea i'm just going along with it and having a ton of fun but even before it got released like there was such a big hubbub because of lady d uh Demisque, i think is how you pronounce it i don't know but okay. like big vampire lady right yeah. uh what what is your take <laughs> on big vampire lady in, in terms of like her social phenomena taking over twitter of just like the, the endless simps yeah. that were just cascading over her being like did you did you hear about that or not really i did uh i did once as uh as as, as mentioned before uh mm-hmm. markiplier got um a little bit of heat for his response to the trailer when they first revealed her Mm-hmm. or whatever video she was revealed through he kind of freaked out and was super excited overly excited he simped i think as uh you young people would uh would call it and he made like a whole fake apology video is incredible but i've i've loved watching the reaction to it but to mm-hmm. some extent it gets there's a line man with video games like i know that there are video games that are over over sexualized and things mm-hmm. like that uh, this is a game where I don't. I mean, do you think you know more about this realm than I do? Do you think that was something on purpose? Like, are they Ooh, going I can for tell you. something sexual? Please drop some knowledge on me because I'm, I'm. I can tell interested. you for a fact that they were definitely not trying to make it sexual at all. They were trying okay. to make her in like okay, so it's Japanese developers, right? So yeah. they are like 
somewhat well no they're knowledgeable of american culture but there are certain things yeah that that just kind of filter through and this has happened to be one of them they wanted to make lady demiscu like imposing to an extent to where it's just like it is freakish in terms of how strong she is compared Mm -hmm. to you like you are just regular old ethan winters like you know and this giant vampire lady is like choke slamming you across her castle like Like, um, that is supposed to be scary She's the equivalent of uh, what's what was his name from Resident Evil Two, Mister Mister X. Yes, 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 yes. Like the equivalent, yeah. right? Except mm-hmm. she's bigger. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like so, like it follows vibes, you know, where it's yeah. like there's there's this thing that is yes. just following you. You cannot hurt it, and it's its purpose is to destroy you. That is ridiculously scary. The developers had an interview before this came out that so they were saying that they were so confused as to the Western audience's like response to the game because mm-hmm. they weren't trying like, yes, she was supposed to be attractive, but she wasn't supposed to be fetishized in the way that yeah. like Twitter or just like <laughs> you got to leave, it. Like, you gotta leave it to us, man. You got to leave it. Yeah. to us. We will ruin anything. And <laughs> the u.s has that they were so confused they're like no, she's just she's way bigger than you she's gonna destroy you and then like the, the, the response to Twitter was like yes please <laughs> like i don't think they anticipated that so yeah. there was a bit of like a miscommunication about like okay so it's not necessarily super scary yeah just on the onset but like the game itself it, it it's fun and it does get spooky for sure like i had to put it down because yeah. my heart couldn't handle it for a couple of times like i got to the point where i was just like narrating what i was doing out loud to my wife so she can keep me company <laughs> she hates scary things way more than i do yeah <laughs> but we did it i don't and know it was... why you i don't know why you would do that that it, was it's just... me with mm. outlast 2 oh, like outlast no. 2 and i think i messaged you when i finished it but dude the no, process yeah. of me playing outlast 2 i mm-hmm. wanted to challenge myself <laughs> because you know playing the standard shoot 'em up role playing games whatever like it just yeah. it didn't it didn't fill the need that i had in that moment it's tiring yeah 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 where i was like you know what i want to play something different i know in uh, it outlast the, the the two games cuz it's not we wouldn't call that a franchise yet right i mean it's just it's two games uh, could you, yeah could you label that as a franchise like, yeah technically okay. i think they have plans but yeah so the, sequel. the outlast games are horror games where you cannot defend yourself mm-hmm. you're forced to just run like just make it through and i'm like this seems Big like game. a game that i'm absolutely gonna hate it's five dollars on the uh on the nintendo store let's go ahead and let's buy it so Wait, you played uh, on the switch i played it on the switch too because i wanted <laughs> to be able i wanted to be able to i mean was like were the graphics like groundbreaking or something on not that i know of it's just like okay the reason i react like that is not like i'm like oh snobby pc but like the switch you have to hold right and so like that's closer to your face oh uh, well, i mean I, like I played it docked um, okay okay so it's yeah, tv yeah. there's separation yeah, yeah. all right i'm understanding yeah. okay you're good sorry you're good. You, you snobby pc gamer i played no. on my 75 inch samsung tv while it was docked <laughs> mother i was gonna, just saying like that, that put sounds a way right there. more scary yeah. go for it go for it I, that, that was my concern is that, that sounds way more spooky than it, nah, it needs nah, nah, to nah. be it was it was nothing like that because i too made my wife <laughs> watch me play it and when she would fall asleep that's when i would freak the f out man it was <laughs> it was the scariest I, there was one part i have freaked out genuinely 
freaked out two times in my life. Mm-hmm. One time, which Jay, I hope you're listening, was at my best friend Jay Garces's birthday party back in 2000 something. I think we had already graduated or we were about to graduate high school. Mm-hmm. We were watching the uh, Amityville Horror on uh, on his bed. It was me and a bunch of his family members and stuff. And we were all like watching it. Mm-hmm. And the movie ends. There's no point to be scared, but leave it to me to go ahead and get scared. So the credits start rolling and it's dark in there because we wanted to, you know, crank up the creepy vibes. Yeah, so it's dark in there. He turns to me and just goes, ah, I yelled <laughs> so loud and I had a delayed reaction. Physically, I had a delayed reaction. Oh, no. He is cracking up. He um, he puts his back to me and I don't know why, but my first instinct was to just punch him in the back. And I punched <laughs> him like right in the back. I kid you not. It's fight flight, man. Dude, I don't know what happened. And he still remembers that. And like all of his cousins were like, ooh, <laughs> like because I, I hit him hard and I don't know what happened. And he's like, dude, what the hell? Like nothing even happened. It's the credits. And I was like, I don't know. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's domestic violence. Man. So that's like, exactly. So that's one. Two was during Outlast 2, where a very similar mm. situation occurred, but this time hey. with my wife. Dude, <laughs> oh, no. there's a scene <laughs> in Outlast 2 where you're running through this library and you go into this room mm-hmm. and it's a well-lit room and there's no point. You don't get anything out of the room, but there's no other like there's no other place to go. There's no other pathway except, well, there's, there's just the pathway that leads you straight to the room. So yeah. Go into the room, and then when you turn around to leave the room, because there's no other entrance or exit, there's one mm-hmm. way in, there's one way out. You turn around, you see the thing, like the evil thing, and it, like you hear this girl screaming, this little girl screaming, and dude, I yelled. I was just like, ah! it was, cr- <laughs> and my wife was asleep, and it wasn't, it wasn't, um, my hand that hit her, but I accidentally kicked her. Um, in the leg and baby, I'm sorry. You know, I love you. Uh, but dude, it was, it was absolutely terrifying. So those are my two video game, like my two, well, one was a video game. One was a movie. Those are my two experiences with jump scares and I don't want to do it. So if you tell me resident evil five has jump scares, man, which I'm sure it does. I, uh, Uh, I can't, I can't, it, it has like, Yeah. Yeah, it does. Like, I would say, it's like, it's manageable. Game, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. But, like, you know, you have... You can defend yourself is what, like, makes me not fear it as much. And yeah. I, I like that aspect of it. You know, it's like, yeah. okay, I can plaquette what I need to <laughs> to defend yeah. myself. Mm-hmm. Sure. Uh, I couldn't play Outlast. I don't know what's wrong with you. Dude, it's so <laughs> much not. fun. And I'm tempted to play the first one. But what I liked about the second one was that uh, it was it wasn't open world by any means, but it just took place in like the forest and around this village and everything. And when you would mm-hmm. encounter the um, the bad guys, uh, dude, they were so freaky, like they were disfigured and just like, oh, it was Penis. really cool. It was yeah. a really yeah, yeah, it was a really fun experience, though, like playing video games. I also were on the topic of video games. I just yeah. finished Doom. 
Oh, sick. So Hell yeah. uh, shouts out to uh, Chris De Leon and the mm-hmm. interview that we did with him uh, because he kind of inspired me to finish Doom. Now, here's the thing. I, uh, I wussed out on the last boss and I put it on the easiest mode possible because I just did not have enough ammo to get through the last boss. But I'm talking about Doom 2016. Fair, fair. But okay. I, I finally finished it and I really liked the, the cliffhanger ending. I thought it was really cool. Hmm. Have you played I, uh, Eternal? Yep, I have not. not. I think I will one day, but not okay. anytime soon. Because gotcha. like, with a game like that, I got to really be in the mood for it. Hmm. Okay, it's, that's it's fair. Very, it's very repetitive, although I, I know Eternal changes things up. Yeah, yeah, it definitely does. And I don't know. That was one of my favorite games of last year. Yeah. Do Eternal. Because you get in this like fugue state that like happens with either games like doom or like fighting games where you just get into a flow and it's almost like a Zen like state of you just like jumping around. You're, you're shooting shit like combos yeah. got this, got that. And it's, it's, it's too much fun. It's an experience. And like, I know video games, like they, they each serve their niche. Right. But yeah. this one in particular, like doom just, just scratches a certain itch. That is just yeah, insane. Bro. So fucking fun. I get you. Just like I had the itch to, you know, piss my pants while playing scary games. <laughs> and same with me with the resident evil but we did it completed it we should be so, proud of ourselves give ourselves a pat on the back a golden sticker yeah so i don't know about you but i, I kind of want to play a game right now oh sick go for it i, Speak I it was up. i was uh i was thinking that could be a total like jigsaw reference and we could keep up like the horror theme and everything like what a no. game I no, hate it. No, we won't do that. We won't do that. <laughs> Relax, Pookie. We're not going to do that. Uh, no. So I, I messaged you earlier in the week when we were talking about the podcast uh, yes. because I drive 40 minutes to work. And mm-hmm. on that drive, I feel like I I feel like I don't even listen to music anymore. Like I just listen to podcasts. And Wild. it's not that I'm trying to be like that podcaster guy or, mm-hmm. or anything. Which Pod is my life now. Apparently that's like a bad stigma too. Like I grew up, I grew up listening to talk radio, not because I yeah. wanted to, but because that's what I was just that was the environment that I was surrounded by. Like Mm-hmm. My dad was always listening to talk radio because he worked for a talk radio station. And so I, I feel like I've gravitated towards podcasts due to that. Maybe it's something in like my inner psyche or something. Uh, mm-hmm. But I just I don't listen to music anymore. So I I don't know what sparked it. There was a moment that sparked it, but it's I'm blanking on it now. But I just started listening to music that i would listen to in middle school oh gosh. and yeah 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 dude it opened up just an entire chapter of my life that i had closed god when was i 13 12 years ago 13 years mm-hmm. ago 14 years ago oh my god it's like 14 years ago dude i'm so old um get out of here but it 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 opened it reopened that chapter and man Mm. the music of that time was awful in the best way possible yeah no no it it deserves its spot it's so good it's like emblematic of (laughs) all your favorite cringe memories of middle school you i mean not speaking for you right but just for me like middle school it's just like oh god the phases they're like, yeah, yeah, there were phases. And you know, okay, I found out what it was. Um, it was a question that I had posed to my students and I had a student reply with a very like emo answer because I can tell that this kid wants 
to be an emo kid. And what mm-hmm. I replied to him in the chat was, you're doing emo all wrong. My generation did it right. <laughs> and I'm begging oh, for an administrator goodness. to just pull that message and like question mm-hmm. me about it. But Ms. no, so I got a question about this. Lordy. But yeah, like it, it was one of the things that I, I started thinking about was like this generation doesn't know how to do emo. So it led me to listening to one band, which led me down another, which opened up mm-hmm. another. And suddenly I worked my way up from like sixth, seventh, eighth grade. And I'm currently listening, listening to the music that I would listen to at like 11th, 12th grade, um, okay. which is great, gotcha, dude. Gotcha. And if you haven't, if you haven't traveled back in time and listened to the music and kind of revisited those bands and revisited those albums, man, like you absolutely have to because i found myself in my car driving 76 miles an hour just absolutely belting these songs and it's just like <laughs> it, it filled that need that i had for for listening to music yeah listener I'm, I'm sure you're in the same boat too like i'm sure there's like a certain nostalgic center in your brain where like if you hear a song it just clicks it's like oh shit that one memory yeah. right and so that's something I, I love about deep diving, uh, like some some song that I hadn't heard in like maybe five plus years. It's yeah. like, oh, man, <laughs> this exactly. was a moment. Exactly. So that leads us to the game we're going to play right now, which uh, it has no name. Um, mm-hmm. uh, we're just going to list out topics, periods of time, mm-hmm. and we have to play the song that reminds us of that particular time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can sure. probably think of some like fancy name for it or something. I don't know if we'll ever do this again, but uh, I'll I try it out. Could, I'm down. We could have a lot of fun with this. So um, first things first, obviously, because we've already mentioned it. Um, when you heard, when you, when you heard, when you hear the word emo, what's the song that comes to mind? um okay no no no. So, you gotta play it man you gotta play no it. no no that's, I, no, no, no. that's why I'm, I'm on okay. my way i gotcha uh okay so like this has been just hold on i'm, I'm typing it i'm hopefully not playing it yet but for whatever reason this has also been a thing on tiktok quite a bit for like okay. anime tiktok which i'm not okay. trying to like expose myself or anything but yeah it's just like this okay. song when I think of you, this is what I think of immediately, and I'm playing it. Okay, so just parameters: twenty seconds, or like ten seconds, and us talking over is what, what we got. Yeah. Right. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. But this is like immediately what comes up. Let me know if you recognize it or not. <coughs> I got your picture. I'm coming oh. with you. Ring a bell. There's yeah. a story at the bottom of this bottle and on the pen. Yeah, so like just yeah immediately as soon as I think of the genre and and that like that just like pops into my head and there's a trend going on on TikTok right now where they're saying that that's like an anime intro song so like regardless of the anime intro this will be on beat with it because it has the same counting of it yeah listen here's the deal I already have an issue with that because. Listen, I I know anime kids. I was not an anime kid. I I grew up around them. Mm-hmm. They can't take all time low from me. 
But they, they did low was all time low wasn't my introduction to pop punk. And I don't want to jump ahead of myself, but like that's so uh-huh. wrong. Like they can't they can't steal <laughs> what was ours. And I don't say mine because mm-hmm. all time low was not my favorite like pop punk emo band. Um, were they even emo? Because they were more seen than anything. And there was a difference. Right. Yeah. No. 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 There, there was a definite difference. Yeah. Like, seen and emo kids hated each other for whatever reason. <laughs> At uh, my middle rightfully school, I don't know about so, my friend. Rightfully but, so. Yeah, I never understood it. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I guess you're right to a certain extent. But yeah. you know, that's just the American way. You know, you appropriate. Oh. All that- right. You just turned this into something I did not <laughs> want to get into at all. Um. So here's the thing. This was the song that sparked me getting back into uh this nostalgic music phase so here we go i have to play it like in the middle so i'll skip around if i have to but uh... okay cool cool anything Anything? i gotta tell you i'm not Uh, i'm gonna play a little bit more ready ready dude when this chorus hits man like it just speaks to me playing Russian roulettes out from the window hold on there's blood on my hands wow nothing nothing dude escape the fate dude escape the fate you never listen to escape the fate okay let me be perfectly clear i was not super musically savvy in in like middle school we talked about this before we're like just for whatever reason in, in like middle school and high school i was like I was not going to listen to fucking music or like I would just be a creature of habit and then just listen to the same albums that I've yeah. been doing, yeah. you know, because I was like, I'm too expri- afraid to express myself. And so like that was just that was it. And so like yeah. I I knew people that listened to cool music and they were like, you could tell from the room. They're like, oh, that dude listens to sick ass jams but i was not one of those people so uh, forgive me for not being aware of no but song. now you now you got homework man you need to go back and you need, need to listen to dying is your latest fashion by dying escape is the your fate. Latest fashion? because here's the deal i could have gone with my kim and i know that people might be listening and they're like my chemical romance was the emo band and don't get me wrong my chemical romance is the greatest emo band that has ever 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 played music like by far but escape the fate no no i think that's universally agreed the thing is is that escape the fate was just this um while my chemical romance was uh like an entire country escape the fate would have just been like a little island and Mm. they just they tried so hard to be my chemical romance but like incorporate I guess more hardcore elements into their music. Yeah. Uh, Cause they're like songs that sound like just basic hardcore songs from like 2006, but dude, like that did it for me. You got, you got a topic, you got like a moment that you want to find a song for. Okay. I don't know why, but like talking about middle school in particular, yeah. um, or just that time period, did you ever have a song that was a ringtone for your phone? Oh my God. Yes, dude. You did? Okay. Because yes. I like go for it. You, you if you uh, you want to go first or, or do I go first? Because I have yeah, mine already. We'll, we'll we'll go we'll go back and forth. Hold on, it won't take me too long. But hold on, while I'm finding the song, I had a song. And dude, my parents were pissed because I racked up a phone bill, like a 
a colossal phone bill oh, because dude, I would buy <laughs> I would buy the ringtones and then I would buy what were they called the ring back like where people would listen to a song yeah yeah as they were calling like, you dude I uh-huh. bought like, I bought like twelve in one day my mom was pissed <laughs> I I shit you not dude I probably they were what like five dollars each or six something crazy expensive. like that yeah for the time and and like we're dating ourselves for sure but like yeah but like whatever. like super quick tangent like i i had uh a cell phone the flip phone i think it was a motorola razor that my parents oh, gave you me. had the razor you lucky yeah. son of a gun yeah, i did not have dude. a razor but that was on the back end when it wasn't like a thing anymore <laughs> but i was yeah. like lights is in the fucking matrix like I, I made it but um point being this is before my parents were like we're not getting unlimited data. We don't, we yeah. don't need unlimited data. And I was like, all right, like, you know, that's fair. It's responsible. And then I, <laughs> I, I met a girl and then I, I had a crush on said girl. And then we texted. It must've been like 300 plus messages. Ooh. And they got the alert <laughs> for like how many like <laughs> over rate messages they were. And like, yeah. Vicente, you cannot, <laughs> you, you need to stop. And I'm like, I'm so sorry. Like we just, and it's just like it's stupid innocuous shit. Like, oh, how are you doing? I'm good. I'm eating Cheetos. You know, like it's nothing. It's like a smiley face. Like colon close parentheses. Like that's it. fifty cents. Like that. Like it was something ridiculous, man. Dude, they started <laughs> charging you extra because of how dumb the messages were. Oh, this Up kid's fucking stupid. One dollar. <laughs> like it's insanity. Ah, uh, side of the time. Side of the time. Dude, after that, we got unlimited, but it was after a stern talking. Yeah. Too. Dude, that is so great. I'll get mine out of the way because mine is just like super um, out there. It's mm-hmm. from my favorite band, Angels and Airwaves. This is the one that I had the longest. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, months and months and months and months, but it's just like real basic. Uh-huh. They start off with like this, uh, this recording, um, this transmission from outer space. Because they're angels and airwaves and they're over the top and Tom Dolan oh, is like that. And then it just starts like building up and everything. And hold on, I'll just like skip into it. Uh-huh. 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 It's pretty much U2. Like angels and airwaves is like U2. Like Tom oh, Delong listened to a U2 it. record and then just like absolutely copied it. So that was uh, that was mine. That was so just uneventful. No, no, but, no. Uh, but to be fair, that actually sounds like a ringtone. Like that, that you know, if you call yeah. that's like it's ringtone e and it makes yeah. sense for like your aesthetic for whatever reason let, let me go and share my thing um, please 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 i don't know why i gravitated toward this i heard this song on the radio one day and i was like i'm gonna make it my ringtone and then let me be <laughs> super clear for the listener here yeah like i may have won the poll you know i'm not trying to rub it in anyone's faces but i was a late bloomer like i'm talking about my middle school prom i i did not look i belong there Okay. I had a middle school prom and I looked like I was in fourth grade. Like it's bad. Ooh. I have pictures. Please never find them. But oh, yeah, dude, this yeah. is my ringtone for middle school me, scrawny as hell. Let me see if it plays. If you recognize it, you're a real one, by the way. Anything? we're either gonna gain followers or gain listeners or lose listeners oh god um, and i completely like forget 
why I like like just why right yeah. like it's not me whatsoever but it was me at the same time like yeah. I mean and the thing is is that like not only would I have that for like calls for like not my parents because I respected them for for like literally everyone else um uh-huh. but like I would play that like I would be on the back of the bus like playing that ringtone over and over again just like jamming out because I didn't have an iPod yet oh, <laughs> so like okay. I could only afford song. the one yeah. ringtone. I'm like this is some fucking shit and I would just I I listened to that song to death and I I yeah. flood the lyrics because I was like too excited but yeah that that's like that was my ringtone for me. Dude, that is so not you. And I love it because that, therefore it makes you, you like that is a part of you. Yeah. It's yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Dude, I would have loved, loved to have picked on middle school. You know, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Oh, I think, Um, no, no, no. You you probably would. I wasn't like that in middle school In in middle school. I just like I had described how in high school I was Mm -hmm. friends with everyone in middle school. I was kind of like the same way, except I was very overweight. Like that's really the only difference is that I was an overweight version of my high school self. Like I tried to be friends with everybody is, is what I tried to do. Yeah. Um, It was just, it was was who I was. We'd be the perfect comedic pairing, like short skinny me. And then just just you, no offense. Well, I can't. That that comedic gold right (laughs) You, no offense. You chubs. Dude, I don't want to hear it, it, man. I don't want to hear it. Let's let's, let's go. um, Let me hit you uh, in the gut. Uh And a song that makes you think of a breakup. Oh, Dude, I got it. I got it. Uh, I got it. But oh, I'm gonna let no. you go first. I'm gonna let you go I, first, man. Oh, thinking emoji, but like I got it. Okay, let, let me be clear here. Um, we talked previously about Drake, right? Yes, like that. Yes, that's been did. a thing. And like we Drake did. is a person who makes music, and that's neat or whatever. Uh, but <sighs> I hate it because like at the time, hold on, I, I'm thinking, I'm trying to find the one, and I might actually like ask my wife if she remembers i think it was office what what is it called again okay hold on but but oh yeah okay i got it i immediately got it but okay so at this time that when this came out it it was in the middle of like a breakup that i went through and like you have to understand like whenever you're going through breakups you're emotionally clouded by shit and so nothing makes sense like it's not supposed to be deep or anything but like for whatever reason i was like this song speaks to me i understand what he's going through i'm so excited play the song man enough of the explanation people get what a breakup is dude just play the song i'm so interested used to call me on my (laughs) (laughs) like i'm talking about like seriously like crying yeah. as i'm listening to this song like vibing you at the same time they play that at the club like why are you crying to that are you crying that's, in the club man is that who you are fucking music am i wrong like that's his yes. vibe you you case, listen to it you, and you wrong. cry to it and i know you're laughing right now but i'm serious like to a certain extent like i would just feel like like listening to this like 
like I don't know, three, four a.m. I have a very distinct memory of this. Uh, three, four a.m. Like, like I have pillows surrounding me and like tears coming down my face as I'm oh, saying, like, Drake, I, I was in your shoes, man. Oh my <laughs> like, god, it's it's real bad. It's real bad. I have no. I defense. love it though, man. I love uh, it. Guilty as charged. <laughs> okay, okay, so I got broken up with in middle school. Ooh, ouch! ouch and um, I got sent a song. And this was the song that I was sent. Wait, sent? Oh, hold on, hold on. Context. Like yeah, she yeah. broke up with you with this song? With this song. And no. uh, dude, That's yes. The worst. It was okay. I look back on it and I'm like, I have the same reaction. Like I just I, I smiled in the moment because I knew just how cheesy it was. But uh Off to, to find, find another, another way. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Might have to skip forward. Yeah, I'm gonna have to skip forward a little bit. Here we go. There you go, here you go. Here you go. Ready? Ready, ready? Here we go, here we go. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Here we go. Would you even Ready, 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 ready? I don't love you. Wow. Like I did <laughs> yesterday. Dude, Whoa. easily the best wow. message I've ever received in my life, man. Because That's I was just horrendous, like, dude. <laughs> and I just think I I think I I messaged, I must have messaged back like so that's it, right? <laughs> so, so are we, you know? <laughs> Dude, it was middle school, man. Like, what a time. What a time. Middle school was definitely, like, just that era of, like, you it just was. making constant mistakes. It, but it, they, they define who you are. In, in Dude. A... <laughs> yes. Oh, so let's go. Let's go another topic. Another go, topic. Go. Yeah, it's okay. your turn. Um, why am I blanking? Hold on. Give, give me a second um okay so i'm thinking like of a song that like high school hijinks like like something either you, you did you got up to with your friend or, or like a specific memory of you with either a like a best friend or like group of friends that just defines like that oh era. yes easy yeah here you go here you okay. go here you go, here you go. i'm it's... gonna need a second but i think you got yours yeah, yeah, yeah. So my thing is that it, it's it's an entire album. That's oh, the thing. So I'm going to pick a shit. song from the album and I don't want to pick the most popular song, but you're going to know who, you're immediately going to know what it is. At least mm -hmm. at least you you should. Um, How does oh, this I, one start, I have it in mind. though? Okay, you could you could go, go, go. Okay, I go. Okay. Yeah. Because I have mine like I, I just remembered it. Like I said, it, it was the entire album, but um, you know what? I'm going to screw it. I'm going to play the like, I'm going to play the most popular song because that way you'll know exactly what it is. So uh, here gotcha, go. gotcha. Here you go. Here you go. Here you go. Oh, my Dude, goodness. They came through Columbus in 2005 when the album released. Oh. And oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was myself, my friend Ricky, my friend Max. We memorized every word 
of oh, this man. album. What a- and I'm not going to play the chorus, uh, uh-huh. but because I mean, I'll just I'll start belting it. My son's asleep. <laughs> but dude, we knew we would sing it all the time. Every single day that like we would hang out and just mm-hmm. it like it solidified our, our friendship. Oh, man, what a uh, beautiful wedding. What a beautiful, what a beautiful wedding. wedding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. Like, oh, my God. It's just it's sending me back, man. It was brilliant. Like, that was it was absolutely a... brilliant. Yeah. OK, hold on. So I got mine. And this like this is a revival. Look, every before you play it, you've been shooting down your your music tastes, uh, especially from back in the day. But I mean, the songs that you've been playing, you went from all time low to Huey. Uh, dude, listen, I think you're killing it, man. I think middle school you was was on another what you were on another plane. Like people yeah. were not at your level. That's I was the- ahead of my time. But like yeah. I also didn't talk to anyone, so who would yeah. know, you know? <laughs> but okay. That's the thing they're missing out. So this this was like, I guess, an inspiration for my dad, right? Like this is who introduced me to this, and he genuinely likes this music. And I I liked it and then I didn't like it and now I love it. Like that's the transition over time with it. But <laughs> like yeah. if ever my friends get a chance to listen to something, this is one of the first things that comes up on the playlist. And, and if you know it, you know it. It's it's horrendous in the best way possible. Yeah. Hold on. It's it's it do be loading. <laughs> this is a great song. Wait, can you hear? There you go. Yeah. Are you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you? Uh huh. Are you playing butt rock right now? It, dude, keep going, keep going. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I draws her. Dude, right, let it go a little bit. Let it go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. keep going, keep going, coming. Seen my life. Oh, dude. Yeah, yeah. There you go. There you go. We just harmonized with it. It's going to change. Yeah, dude, yes. Here you go. Here you go. Here you go. Let 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 the chorus come in. Let the chorus come in, dude. You got it. You got to play it. Then tears of joy. Here we go. Here we go. Turn down my fears. Okay, you got to stop it. We don't. We don't. We don't want the podcast. But still, I have a very distinct memory of. of okay. um Please. My please. my now wife at the time, uh-huh. uh, Goyle friend, and then like a friend, Alex from San Antonio. Uh-huh. Uh, we drank at a CD bar. Our our oh. friend had an emotional breakdown after having like, <laughs> uh, like what was it? It was a shiner. Okay, yeah, like that's dude. a story for that, another time. I don't but do like, that to you, man. When you're going through it, yeah, you have like a you know the tall tall boy shiners, and then like one thing he's having a great time, the next second he's bawling his eyes out, and we're there yeah. for him emotionally because that's what bros do. But on the way back, we were driving, and of course designated like it's fine. Like <laughs> my wife's driving, but then like like I forget. I think it was Alex came up with. It. He's like, dude, I need to listen to this song. He put it on, and we just like belted. Not just that one, but like higher my sack of rice, like just so so many, <laughs> like so fucking good. Creed is just insanely good, Dude, yes, in its own right. It's incredible. So lootly, yes, it is. There's a there's a time and a place for dad rock, butt rock, whatever you want to call it. And yeah. when that time comes to you, you just gotta embrace it, man. Because like there yeah. is no better feeling than listening to uh stained. Hinder, mm-hmm. oh. dude. I'll be completely honest with you. People dump on Nickelback all the time. 
but they were a force to be reckoned with at the time. Yes. Like it was insane. Like they I didn't like just have everywhere. a song that did not at least go gold. Yeah. Which is which is incredible. Absolutely mm-hmm. incredible. Um, so I have like two more off the top of my head, but of course, oh no, wait, yeah. that's a lie. I have way more than two more, so we can keep this going for a while. Hey, um, song from your favorite movie. Song from my favorite movie. Yeah. <sighs> he do be blanking out. Or, uh, or, or, or your not not necessarily your favorite movie, but your favorite song whilst played in a movie. <laughs> I'm still blanking. If you got yours, go for it. Because okay. it takes some time. Well, it helps that my favorite movie won a Grammy for the soundtrack. Okay, I think I know exactly what you're talking about, but but like um you do. I'm willing to bet. Um, hold on. Not well, a lot though, because I'm probably wrong. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't think you're wrong. I don't think you're wrong. I like this thing where I'm like fading the songs in as well. Like it's kind of badass. Here we go. Ooh, kind of slaps. <laughs> no, no, it's the shins. The shins. Go ahead. Tell everybody what the soundtrack is. Go, 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 go. Uh, you were gonna guess an Avengers movie, weren't you? No. Okay, cool. No, <laughs> At least I I'm no waiting idea. for the lyrics to come in. They're coming in. They're still hooing. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. I roll in my mouth. Only I don't know how. No, dude. Dude, it it's Garden sick. State, man. It's Garden State. Yeah, you mentioned that before. Like, <laughs> Listen, okay. I don't expect you to know, man. Dude, <laughs> I thought you were going to talk about uh, that movie with Lady Gaga and, and What's His Face. Oh, that would have been he, perfect. No, but that's die, not. Spoil oh, alert. Might yeah, be. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> if you haven't watched it, don't watch. Star is born. Yeah, there you go. But here's the thing, man. Here's the thing. Mm. That's That's definitely up there with um the most memorable music mm-hmm. in a movie uh but you have to understand garden state hit me during the time in my life when zach braff originally wrote it so like mm-hmm. he was going through this time where he didn't know what he was going to do with his stardom and obviously i was a very successful child actor and i too did not what I, did not know what i was going to do with my stardom Mm-hmm. Um, so that's pretty much what happened. No, dude, I was completely, completely lost in like middle school, early high school. And then I saw mm-hmm. garden state and it just, it resonated with me because yeah. just, I, I could, I could dedicate an entire 40, 50 minutes to discussing. I could dedicate an entire podcast to, uh, to garden state. Maybe we should a future pod about our favorite movies. For um, those that don't know, hypothetically say like someone yeah. has not seen garden state yeah yeah no i'll give you i'll give you a quick synopsis uh so garden state is about a struggling actor 
whose mother passes away. He revisits his old hometown and he's just he's numb. His father is his uh, psychiatrist and his father has just medicated the hell out of him. And he's just going back to uh, rediscover um, just his life. And he ends up uh, no spoilers, but he ends up finding himself and he ends up going on like this. Uh, adventure out in New Jersey and it's just it's got so much symbolism and it's so poetic and it's so indie like it's just incredibly indie and <laughs> Zach Braff ended up winning a Grammy uh, for the soundtrack I mean the soundtrack's got Coldplay uh, Carrie Brothers Iron and Wine Simon and Garfunkel uh, Frau Frau who is uh, Imogen Heap and and another uh, artist as well yeah dude the, the soundtrack is legendary that's sick yeah. it's hard to follow off that one to be honest but um nah, dude, nah, like nah. this is by no means like my favorite one but it's the only one i can think of for whatever reason of like okay. a, a song from a movie that is my favorite um well, let me see if i can share it okay yeah it is uh 2016 that seems okay. like way longer more my brain is breaking hold on that seems like way further in the past that it actually is you know what i mean yeah. there we go english words are hard english uh, did, yeah. why do more word when fewer do trick uh so yeah <laughs> let me go ahead and play it uh i'm pretty sure you'll recognize it though like 100 sure ring the bell possibly i'm gonna give you a hint it starts with law ends with land help me out no listen tell, i went to go and watch La La this movie with tell me you've seen La La Land. a bunch of theater majors and dear god no. that was an experience because every 10 seconds they were looking at me telling me this is my life this is me and i'm just like cool oh, okay no. Awesome. Sounds great. And listen, they were all hey. great actors and actresses. Mm -hmm. Trust me. I was the I was the outcast there. I was an English major. But like, God, that mm. that movie hit them hard. And I'm just here like yeah. Ryan Gosling's a good looking dude, man. Emma Stone. No, he's a hottie with all the right. body for sure. Yeah, all right. But yeah. <laughs> oh man. That's unfortunate. Okay, because like I, I remember just seeing that, and then it's like the music. Yeah, I mean, you're talking about symbolism and how it pairs so well, right? Like, yeah, in terms of music, like that showcasing Ryan Gosling's character so well yeah. and his progression and like what he does, and it's just it's insane. And it is like, I I hate when like overhyping kills something for someone yeah. else. You know, it's like okay, like yeah, we get it, it's good, but legitimately, like this is one of my favorite songs. Like this album, like it's not even an album; it's just the soundtrack to the movie yeah. La Land was like playing on repeat for a good year when that came out because it's just so good i get it it was a really good movie but i was just in the wrong i was with the wrong yeah. people when when i oh. saw it god bless them they were all really great people they were all super nice people but i just like that was not the movie to see with a bunch of theater majors i just they literally they were all looking at me they were looking at each other they were holding each other and hugging each other like, this oh man and i'm like i oh, no. i did not belong here no, 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 I did not. But I get it, man. I totally, totally get it. Super um, quick tangent, by the yeah. way. I'm so sorry to interrupt. But um, has there been any movie that you've walked out of 
I'm curious. Yes, yes. Already got the answer. The box with Cameron Diaz. I think it released when I was a freshman. So that must have been 2008 or 2009. But basically, no I idea. think the premise is this guy comes to your house and says, like, you're going to get money if you press the button. But oh! somebody somewhere in the world is going to die. Or, you or just gave me like, like a that. Jimmy Neutron brain blast, man. Like, I remember the commercials for that. Never saw it, but like, I know exactly Horrible what you're talking about. movie. All I know is Cameron Diaz, who I completely respect as an actress she's incredible mm-hmm. had a terrible southern accent and she just oh. she stuck with it like <laughs> i mean she committed and oh, i just no. i couldn't with that movie uh what about you no the, the only one or like the only one of memory was frozen but that was also yeah. not in the best company you know what i, I mean like because like you know you're, you're going in i mean like granted I have a 10 year old sister at the time. She was, you know, less years old because math um, and time. But <laughs> Glad you explained that. Thank you so much. You're man. welcome. Just for those that were in a way, <laughs> but okay, look, it's late. All right. You want to, yeah, you want to get off me? Um, what's it called? What was I saying? Actually, funny enough, the same ex that, you know, Drake song, yeah. uh, the same person Ooh, I saw it with. And then it was just like ripping old wounds, open, yeah, closed wounds, yeah, yeah, we're yeah. ripping closed wounds open. Just letting them breathe. Yeah. And uh, yeah, we're just like, this is not the thing to, <laughs> to be with now. And so we walked out. And yeah. I think it was just like at that time period, you know, probably not the best Dude, for both Frozen, parties. Frozen was you know? huge, man. Like, yeah. Frozen was. And then I feel like Frozen 2 completely just killed the hype behind the bed, all of Frozen, sure. which yeah. is which was great because I remember my <laughs> former roommate and his girlfriend and my girlfriend at the time were like, let's watch Frozen. And I fell asleep. <laughs> I was, <laughs> dude, I was falling asleep back, back then, back yeah, in the day. Yeah. Um, and uh, I fell asleep on purpose, though. I was just like, mm-hmm. I, it's dark in this room and I'm going to fall asleep right now. Because so mentally movie, walking out. This movie is basura. Like, I <laughs> hate it. Uh, dude, uh, song, uh, find a song, play a song that yeah. once you hear, you have to sing along with it. Like you've got to, like you cannot, like there's something inside your soul. So the song that requires a mandatory sing-along. Okay. Okay. Hold I, on. I, I have I'm a playlist s- for this and I'm blanking. So, oh, so you, if you got yours first, then, then Dude, go for it. I got it on deck. Here's the thing. I can't fade into it because it starts. I mean, it hits the ground running. Oh, go for it, go I'm going to turn it. I'm going to turn up a little bit louder for this because obviously I'm not going to sing all of it, but okay. I had a dream last night. We please, please don't let me down, dude. Dude. <laughs> You've got to be kidding me. Dude. Are you serious? Begging for change to get home. No. Mayday Parade. No. No. That's what I'm telling you, dude. You are killing me. Okay, hold on. Let's get forward. Let's get forward. Here you go, here you go, here you go. You need a man. No. Oh, man. You're killing me. Are you serious? That's what I'm saying that, like, middle school me didn't have. Whatever the, the, happened the, to like, you in 2008, man? Like, that's 2000. what I'm saying. Like, you have to understand. 
2008 <laughs> was the year I own. The, the, I say 2008. This album released in 2007. So fuck me. I probably found I probably found it in 2008. Um, well, already, I have yeah. this album on vinyl, man. Like I loved Mayday Parade. Did you I, uh, go radio? Did you ever hear of go radio? Okay, nope. cool. At least you didn't hear of Go Radio. So you, um, you and me would not have been friends musically. Yeah, we would have. <laughs> I would have been. I would have been the cool kid that you knew, showing you um, all kinds of music. <laughs> which, by the way, you have homework to listen to all of these albums you haven't. No, heard I, of, so. I'm taking note. I'm I'm noticing. I am understanding. Okay, go. so like go, obviously, go. I guess not my my genre, but like this one. Um, I I mean, I have a playlist. I got yeah. so many that I could go with, but uh, this one in particular, my mom uh 90s r&b huge influence into my musical tastes and yeah. so this is the one did i share it already? yeah yeah this is the one that like i have to sing along every single time it comes up just because it's, it's incredible there's always that one person that will always have your heart yeah you never yeah. see it coming please tell me you know this it's usher I know that. hold on, yeah. hold on. i'm just making sure it's the right song it's clear for everyone to see. Ooh, baby. I can't hit all the highlights. Yes, you can do. You got a rock and wait in this one. Oh, come on. Yeah, making sure it's my boo. Yeah, yeah. It's the only way we know how to rock. Like, dude, hold on. Wasn't that off of Confessions? That was. That was off of Confessions. I remember buying that album. And uh, so the weird. girl reveals that she's pregnant, right? The Sancha mm -hmm. reveals that she's pregnant. <laughs> oh, that had yeah on it. Oh my god. Yeah, 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 yeah. That yeah. song. Yeah. Woo that album. Luda, man. I, dude, yeah. Luda, Chris, yeah, man. Like it's so insanely good, and like yes. not that he's fallen off, but just like nah. for his time, he's he timeless. He's, he truly is yeah. timeless. Like these, mm. uh, these. Uh, singers these like rappers that were uh, I mean colossal during that time they don't really have to do anything now yeah and it's it's fine like once you leave that legacy like you're okay like I know currently people are debating on whether or not Kendrick is actually going to drop another album oh please that's one we thing that I've trial. been seeing a lot of because J. Cole just released mm -hmm. his album Ooh, um, yeah yeah the off season which uh, have you listened to it Yes, uh, I have. Are you a, are you a J Cole fan? Not like okay, N not that. No, no, no. He's a great artist. Let, yeah. let me start out with that. Okay, but take, like there's there's not a there's not like when I hear J Cole, there's not a lot of songs that pop out like oh that is like the song or that is like yeah. the banger. You know what I mean? Like yeah. he has a certain niche that that he he fills, and that's just not my cup of I, tea honestly I, I get it i feel like he is the rapper who provides a breath of fresh air every few years mm -hmm. and i feel yeah. like his album will do well for a while and then you kind of just forget about him for a little bit because i don't mm -hmm. see myself like revisiting old j cole albums now i did go back and listen to his mixtape uh and it, i'm blanking on the name but it was like one of his first um Oh my God, I'm blanking on it. I'll get the name of it here this. in just a second. Uh, but the off season I thought was a really good album. I mean, it's a J. Cole album. He's a good rapper. Like, there's no yeah. denying that the he has bars. Like, I loved in the first song how he mentioned uh that the person was wearing an L on their head, so they're Mario's brother. 
<laughs> he, I thought that that was really yeah. creative. Like, He's got really no clever, yeah. witty lines. Yeah, for sure. Ex- but it, exactly. Yeah, it's a, like, I, I, I like that description. It serves as like a breath of fresh air as yeah. opposed to like we're waiting for this it is here you know it's just yeah. like yeah he's 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 back and i feel like he he plays the role well while as kendrick is i mean like jay cole in that sense but kendrick is uh i mean just monumental like kendrick mm-hmm. albums are forever a force of nature yeah and, just, and every single one has its own identity in a yeah. sense like he redefines genres <laughs> with whichever album that he breaks out and it's just it's an insanity in the way in which like we're anticipating it right like yeah. it's like we're, we're waiting we we need something and and i don't want to rush him i don't want to be a george R. R. martin situation where we're like yeah. waiting until he's gonna die or anything but still like yeah, i need yeah. something from him <laughs> definitely 100 percent. do you have one more um in terms of topics yeah i think i'm all topicked out at least as far as i can tell i got one more okay perfect songs that um how can i word this Mm -hmm. songs that you play Mm -hmm. and when you play when you play them the lights begin to dim oh no yeah yeah mm-hmm. those songs those mm-hmm. songs yeah man yeah why not <laughs> why? why not listen when we agreed to become a podcast uncomfortable we <laughs> told the listeners we would mm-hmm. give them nothing but the truth and if we did not tell them that i'm telling them that right now okay how about how about this how about i give you in exchange i'll give you a song that i tried to use but was not in fact Okay, I'm I'm cute. Yeah, go ahead. About, Just give us what you acceptable can. Acceptable trade trade offer. I sure, offer a song that embarrasses sure. me. Sure, you're at the still time. in control of the of the sound. So yeah, 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 yeah. Sure, okay. we'll go. Uh, uh, we'll go with that. Try. While you're finding the song, let's go yeah. ahead and state this for whoever might be monitoring this podcast. We do right. not own the rights to any of the music that we're currently playing, nor right. are we uh, using it to uh, for promotional basis or anything like that. We are strictly using this for entertainment and nostalgia purposes. Thank you very much, mm-hmm. and also. Thank you for checking out the Local Lingual Podcast. Also, shout outs to Christian Mingle for the sponsorship. Oh, thank you, if, Christian If you Mingle. are a Christian and single and ready to mingle, and, and you are not only, you know, <laughs> like praising the divine in, in all senses of the word, but you, you just need a little bit of comfort, you know, someone else to put in between you and six feet apart <laughs> because stop. Jesus Please is stop. in the middle. Please stop. 20% gonna... off your first we... five he dates. He doesn't mean it. He doesn't <laughs> no. mean it. He doesn't mean it because we're actually sponsored by Farmers Only. FarmersOnly.com, where, hey, you tired of looking at your horse? <laughs> Let's find you a date. <laughs> oh, dude, we need to wrap this up, man. We are. It's we, off your first set messages. Go. <laughs> Please go. Please go. Use the code carrot at checkout. Okay. Oh, my God. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to remember which album this was off of. Was it the trilogy? I think you already know what I'm talking about. And like, I hate that this is like, oh, yeah. Okay. This needs you some. Went, you went all the way. It's terrible. Okay, listen, I so have... listener, before you listen to this song, I need you to imagine you walking into a room and Vicente being here. He's, he's already there. No. He's... Okay. Look, 
<laughs> no, don't do that. Don't put yourself through that. Let me Please give go. you some context, by the way. This was like me in, in college and, and again, okay. like early college. And so like you're figuring yourself out. You're like, you know, you don't <laughs> really know. And so you're like, oh, like put on the schmooze. Like who who is emblematic of schmooze? I don't know. It could be someone. Like the <laughs> play fucking... the song. Wait, no, no, it's not that one. Sorry. It didn't want to play this one. It's not wanting to play it. It's not wanting to play it on my end. Unless he can find it. It's uh, uh, send it to me in the chat. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I could just tell you right yeah, now. Just, just just tell me what's the song. Wicked Games by oh, the Wicked. Yeah. Why can you not play it? Huh? I don't know. Just my my Apple thing is, is <laughs> not even uh, your your Apple music didn't even want to give you action when you played the song Burn. <laughs> Ouch. Okay, yeah, look, look, so. let me here go. totally clear. Here you go, here you go, here you go, here you go. Your choice. Listener, oh, just a oh, heads up. There you go. Not a great thing to play on like a second date. I'm a real woman with you. Like this is like Ooh, body second? rolls intimate. <laughs> look, look, man. Look, okay. There you go. Here you I go. may. Mm, mm, I'm already like uncomfortable. Like great song. Incredible! Someone else could pull it off, but not me. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm only talking through it because it's just—it's really bad. <laughs> My wife's looking at me. I don't know if I've explained this before. <laughs> so, so um, I'm sorry, Ed. <laughs> but okay. Point being, it was the second date with with a girl that like I managed to get to talk to me because that's how okay. that works. Okay. Um, and this was like second date. Um. Oh, okay, let me be clear. We were both inexperienced. So I was like, oh, let's, let's play some music to set the mood. And she was like, yeah, just, just play a song or whatever. I'm like, I got just the song. <laughs> and <then> that was <laughs> the first song on the playlist. Like, there was no warm up to it. Ladies and gentlemen, there's a thing called foreplay. Like, you have to build up to it. Oh my God. <laughs> stop. Stop. No, 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 stop. No, just an educational stop. podcast. And so, like, you're, you're supposed to like build to no, it. This is like a crush. I know. But, like, you can't just start <laughs> with this kind of a song. And so, but let me be fair where I was unfamiliar and, and inexperienced in all like just 90% of ways. She did not know how to kiss for it. We like, all. Okay. I'm <laughs> just going to play my song. I'm just going to play my song. So, here we go. I need to defend. Here you go, here you go, here you go, here you go, here it is. Here you go, here you go. Uh, uh, uh. Hickory dickory dock. I hate you. Dude, I'm a parent now, man. I don't know what you want. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that's been the sixth episode of the Local Lingua Podcast. Thank you so much for listening in. Very much and appreciate it. <laughs> here's my real one. Hey, hey, hey. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Ready, ready, ready. So yes, love. We had Anderson to. Anderson Fox. To. Yeah. Way so much. Works 100% of the time. Hey. Uh, smooth in the motherfucker. Swayed on, Swayed the, on the inside. Can it yeah. Be? Yeah. 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 So, so good. Oh, man. That whole album with him dude. and uh, Knowledge, right? Yeah. yeah, no worries. That that whole project, even the remixes that came out after, like so good. I hate you, by the way, but like it's so so good. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's it's an incredible song. And then he also did like a, a like a tiny desk performance of yes. of that one, as well as like other songs. Like Anderson Pock can do no wrong in in my eyes. Like he's amazing, amazing artist. So uh, why dude, that one, Christopher? I, 
why suede? Because have you not heard the song? Listen, listeners, we've, yeah. we've played a bunch of music for you, and I'm really hoping that you'll actually get an opportunity to hear this versus, about, yeah. you know, it being uh, it being taken down or flagged or copyrighted. Uh, definitely check out all of the music that was mentioned because uh, it was all incredible. I think we've all learned mm-hmm. a lot about Vicente, uh, maybe a little bit too much. <laughs> Look, we've all made mistakes, but this is in an effort. The podcast, like we've talked about, is in an effort to educate <laughs> the masses as to like alert, like do as I say, not as I do did in the please, past please listen don't. or sometimes still do <laughs> a failure is a part of growing it's a part there's, of learning. there's a lesson like, in everything there's, there's a lesson in everything i'm just saying listener like you you you're, you're on the same team with me like we we both had those moments where you're like okay never again but you, yeah. you're better for it yeah <laughs> right yeah. Go definitely ladies and gentlemen <laughs> This has been episode number six of the Local Lingua Podcast. Thank you so, so, so much for tuning in. And thank you for all of your continued support. Um, I want to also take an opportunity to thank all of the followers who are recommending people for us to interview in the future. Mm -hmm. I think that that's awesome. Listen, we are completely, completely community-based. And just to know that you all are looking... Uh, looking to to find people and and spotlight them. I mean, it, it means it means the absolute world to us. Thank you again for the word of mouth. You know, uh, for for sharing with others the message that the local language pod is here to stay, and it, we're just ever growing. Thanks to y'all. And I'm gonna go listen to Drake and cry now. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you all for the next episode. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we out of here. <laughs>